All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Nick and Jeff show. I'm Jeff, and I'm Nick. And uh, today, Nick, uh, you know, it's called the Nick and Jeff channel, I guess. Nick and Jeff show. <laughs> Nick and Jeff show. We're doing the Nick and Jeff show, but uh, you know, normally we talk about video games. But today, I just wanted to talk about our life. Just. Yeah. What our upbringing was with me and you, like to the the Nick and Jeff, we're doing an origin story. Yeah, I don't even know if it's well, we could do an origin story. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's kind of but upset. basically, yeah. me, you know, for those watching or listening, me and Nick are both Mormons, ex Mormons, ex Mormon. I don't want to be associated with them. Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm good with that. And I think felt like I just wanted to have a conversation with you about. What it's like growing up in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Saints. Or Mormons. Crazy Mormons. So, <sighs> Mum, if you're watching or listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I, I, like, I just wanted to know what you thought. Because we, you haven't been to church for 10 years? More? No, I, I went uh, probably two years ago, I think. Mum wanted, wow. wanted us all to go for Mother's Day. Okay, I've, you've been more recently than I have. But anyway, we haven't been active members of the church for 15 years at least. Yeah, when did I? Yeah, six, 16 years, 15, 16 years. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like it's sort of shaped my life of who I am. Oh, like, absolutely. It's had a huge influence. Absolutely. Like, we, like, there is no Nick and Jeff without, without the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, yeah. without those weenies. So Nick, that was my that was my, actually there would be no Nick and Jeff without the Mormon Church, right? Mm-hmm. So Nick, what is your version of our origin meeting story? Um, well, that's the when I tell people like, oh, Jeffrey's Jeffrey's my best friend. Like, oh, cool. Like, how long have you known each other? Like, all sorts of stuff. Like, well, I I tell people I've literally known Jeffrey all my life. I I feel like I swear I've seen photos of us at some point being like one or two years old um, in like Sunday school together and like playing with little toys and stuff. But uh, from very, very young, I think we had, we had a couple photos together uh, at, in Sunday school. Um, and I then I don't, I, I don't really, I don't really know like where the actual friendship started. I, I remember coming over to your place as maybe like six or seven playing on the Game Boys and stuff and uh, playing on the Super Nintendo uh, but I'd say like my memories of it, like it's, it, it just became a thing where I would stay over on Saturday nights, go to church with you on Sunday and then go home with my parents Sunday afternoon oh, okay. <laughs> or, you know, or go to your place after church and then they'd pick me up Sunday afternoon. That's, or... that's, that's what I, I remember staying up doing mm. that. But yes, I always remember the Sunday afternoons or the long I... sessions where we'd hate each I... other by the end. Right. <laughs> I'd stay over Friday night, Saturday night and then go home Sunday. And by the time I'm like, I want to go home, you're like, like get out of way, Nick. I don't know if this is correct or not, but I feel like maybe your family might have been new to the church, right? Yes. We, and then yeah, maybe um, my family my dad uh went to go visit your family somewhere at oh, strathpine right. or what, yeah, what's yeah. that other area that's not strathpine bald hills maybe. uh bald hills yep and then i remember going to your house and going to your room and you had like i think you were scared of me you must have thought i was a monster and you hid under your bed oh really yeah and then i was just amazed because you had so many cool toys did i <laughs> i don't remember and there was this some sort of weird like white robot with like a very smooth 
chrome head oh yeah. oh r2 <laughs> no 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 it wasn't r2d2 like it, was no, no, some, it wasn't some it wasn't called of... r2d2 it was i'm pretty sure it, like it was uh it was yeah mum will be able to attest to it his name was r2 something i think he had all these yeah, little he, he was white and very like colorful and i think he had like shapes on his body maybe yeah oh my god that's it's all coming back to me but i just i just i remember that toy and you being scared under your bed and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to, well, if he's not coming out of his bed, I'm going to go play with some of these toys. Play with his robot. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's how that's how I remember first meeting you. I think I was like four or three. That's what, oh, that's what I think. Really? Oh, that's fair. Maybe you're like, younger. We joined the church just before I turned two years old. So hmm. I was, I would have been one. But as, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe you didn't come over hmm. until. Well, I, like, so. You've been there for as of... long as I can remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember any of the other kids. Yeah. Um. So growing up in the church, right? We, you know, church is bad enough as it is, but there's they indoctrinate you quite early oh, <laughs> into man. Sunbeam School, which I think was for like people under five years. And then this there is was... a dangerous topic, Jeffrey. I could rant no, for no, ages about no, how no, crap no, this stuff and is. I'm, and I'm, I want to hear it, right? So yeah. there was, I think, Sunbeams was up to five, and then there was. We called it primary, which was, I think, yep. up to 12-year-old kids. Yep. What do you remember about those sort of, um, you know, we'd have normal church section and then yep. we would go off to our kitty cool, Sunday school stuff. Yeah. So the, what, what do you remember about that? I guess, well, just for people who aren't Mormon, the way the church would run, uh, church starts at nine and you'd have, you'd have sacrament meetings. So it was essentially just yeah. a, I guess, you know, people would do their An little hour talks and, a bit? and like, and like updates Talk, yeah. of the church and like, oh, this is happening and this is happening and this person is taking on this role. But that went for an hour and 10 minutes and then you'd have five minutes to go off to... Oh, it was uh, really after boring. That you, yeah, <laughs> after that, you get split off into your class, uh, your your group class, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, well, this is once we got a little bit older, but you get put yeah. off into your group class to, for 45 minutes from quarter past 10 till 11. And then from 11 till 12, you were in uh, like, well, the boys would go with the boys, girls, girls would go with the girls. Yeah. Um, but I just for, before we got into young men's before we got that that priesthood, um, I just remember save, I, save save that bit. You know, think think young first. Okay, but stick before, to the timeline. Before all that, I just remember uh, wandering off to. Jeez, oh, I'm having to dig dig deep in the memory here, but I, I just feel like I remember the indoctrination of all the songs and like, <laughs> yeah, oh, make sure you you don't sin and you don't lie and you don't do this and you don't do that. And then let's sing another song. And like, oh, and the songs are all just about how, how terrible we are and how great God is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wants me for a sunbeam. I don't oh, remember man, the, the songs are still there. And then there. there was some sort of popcorn popping on the apricot tree song. Like, I, I've got no idea oh. what that's about. I don't you're, know. You're servicing memories that I feel like... I, <laughs> if I end up having some sort of mental breakdown, but, you know why. It, it But, you know, it is... In the Sunbeam school oh, thing, like it was just tree. us singing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love you! Love you doing the hand actions. Well, that's what we did. Was, <laughs> yeah, but like it was just these repetitious songs that really just you don't realize it as a kid. They sort of teach you lessons, or you know, like why God is so great. Like you said, like why we are terrible and why I'm we so sin and like... why we need to repent or something. Like they're just these songs that indoctrinate it's you so into the rest of your too, life. Like... 
I am a child of God. And they're so slow. They're so and boring. And like, he has sent me here. <laughs> Nick, people love you singing, actually. So, um, what? We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, man. But oh. I re- me and you, I think we were, were a year apart. And mm. so sometimes we were in the same class. And sometimes we were like, we weren't. Yeah, I, well, that's, like. I, I think all the kids were kind of together. Like everyone sort of broke it up into groups. But I remember, uh, like young men's was twelve to fourteen, fourteen to sixteen, sixteen to eighteen, and then eighteen and eighteen and up. Yeah. And so yeah, there'd be like we'd have like a year overlap each time, and I always and I then, always hated it whenever we weren't in the same class together because I didn't care about anyone else. Like no offense to, he's probably gonna watch, but like you know. Maybe like Tom Tom Drury, he would come to church sometimes. He's sort of on and off. Like Andrew Curlis, I remember. Who else was it? Luke Pearson. Like Luke, he was okay. Like we, Dad, hey, we we go over to his Luke house still. sometimes. He's getting married tomorrow. Oh, two days time. Is he? Oh, congratulations. Um, I mean, my condolences. Uh, <laughs> I re- I remember in a primary, uh, we would sit or sit next together. Of sit course. next to each other and we'd like fidget or whatever yeah and then I, I think maybe like my nana was like a primary teacher or something or sunbeam teacher but there was something like oh you and nicholas you're just like when you sit next together you're so reverent together <laughs> like, something some bs like that it's just it's kind of really i feel like we're crazy I, I in my head we only ever i would this thing going back to us being kids i was i was very much attached to you because uh, yeah. i i didn't have any i didn't have any brothers i just had my five sisters and you were you were the you were my brother you're the closest thing i had to brother so like i always wanted to i was, and i always remember thinking as a kid i thought you were just the coolest kid and like all the <laughs> and all the girls liked you and i was always jealous that all the girls liked you i didn't understand oh, why oh, until we were I, older. I, I liked a lot of the girls actually yeah. but we know why the girls liked you um but yeah, it's just like I I always wanted to I you know as as kids I feel like I always wanted to follow you everywhere and be with you and hang out with you and all that sort of stuff. And so yeah, yeah. I was always like yeah the, that year overlap when they're like no Nick you don't get to go in Jeffrey's class. I was like, but I want to go in Jeffrey's class. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so okay so we you know we we went to each other's houses a lot. I'll get to that. I, I think I'll, I've got another question here. Of course. Like what so. That was the experience at, you know, at the actual church, at the chapel, you know, going to these primary lessons or whatever. Yeah. What was it like at home as like a religious home um, for your very, family? Very different to yours. Because um, I, I remember going to your place and uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure I'm jumping into your family, uh, but uh, my my family would go through waves of stuff where it would come and ebb and flow like like the tide and the winds uh every six months dad's would be like dad would be like no more tv on sundays and he'd cut it off and no more games and stuff and you know and then we'd start doing we'd start doing family prayer every day and hold hands as a family and pray every day and like and then read the scriptures every day and then it'd die off and then we wouldn't do it for months and months and we always we always did family home evening um for those yeah, well, I think family home evening at your house would be so fun and intense it, because you, your family's got such a rivalry. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You'd, so you do some sort of cool game, and yeah, obviously that some, was that was have the to only win. thing that uh, family home evening was. Uh, looking back, take away the religious stuff. It's a great idea. It's a great time for 
like every monday night we get together from seven till eight and i mean yeah we'd, we'd do like a prayer we'd read a scripture we'd sing a song but then yeah we'd play like some family bonding games and we'd, we'd have dessert and like one person would be in charge of dessert oh, like, and we'd all, we'd, I, all have, I, we'd all have a role i really like that concept right i think that's a really cool thing to do like even if it's some sort of tradition right yeah you know take away the religious lesson yep and the prayer like i think that's a really cool thing to do like if i had children or whatever like damn it kids i did this as a growing up you know we spent one hour of the week together we're gonna do it like i I would make my kids do it or something to to their credit it's really not that much to us like just just one hour a week get together as a family and just just play some games and like do some bonding and stuff like that was good take away the religious stuff though that was crap but (laughs) Uh, yeah, but going to your place, uh, like I said, my family eb- ebbed and flowed with the like mm. how hardcore they were from no no TV on Sundays to then then I think it I think it had something to do with the football. So when the football started up again, Dad would be like, uh. "Oh, we can watch TV again." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, going to your place, uh, it was always yeah always did that uh, the prayer and scripture study, but it wasn't it was actual scripture study. We'd maybe read like three or four verses and then we'd be we'd be done for the day. Whereas <sighs> you guys would do it a little bit more intense what was what was your I, I, I remember like we couldn't like leave the house until we had a family prayer yes um like and i think i'd always dread doing the prayer like it wasn't that bad but like it's just be like i'm a robot right repeating it like uh dearly father we're thankful for this day uh please bless that no one hurts each other and um in the name of jesus christ amen like yeah. you know i would, I would yep. repeat this thing very fast and it was very the same look look i can still say it and oh like, man like if like if we time. could hit pause for a second i remember when we were teenagers and i'm like i don't want to go to church anymore i mean i don't know like everything's just like everyone says the same prayer dear heavenly father we ask you to bless this food mate nourish and strengthen our bodies and be good for us and make us strong and healthy and we say these things in the name of <laughs> well, jesus christ it. it's like blah 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 the same bullshit every time like fuck <laughs> get a new song write some new fucking lyrics get new songs time. yes why, why aren't there new just hymns like, <laughs> Like, I don't understand. That's the thing. If there is a God, I'm more, like, we're doomed already. But, like, why can it not be like, hey, mate, I've got some food. Please make it be good for me. Thanks. Love you. Cheers. Fist bump. Like, why does, why does it always have to be, like, so formal? Like, oh, yes, I'm on my knees, ready to accept the love of my Lord. Yes. I, and yeah, you had to get on your knees. I totally forgot about that. Like, we're too old to get on our knees. <laughs> like, we have to kneel for karate, and every week I'm like, oh, my busted knees. <laughs> It's from all that praying. I, I feel like, you know, when I think when I was in under primary, under 12 years old, I think my dad was the bishop, right? He and was, yeah. I, when, I, when I say bishop to non-Mormons, right, all I think of is like the, I don't know anything about Catholics, right? I, yeah. I don't. But like, you know, they've got the crazy hat. They've got the, yeah. I don't know, whatever that symbol is <laughs> and the robes, right? That's what I think of when I ex- ex- prescribe um, bishops to other people. But like, dad was just really like, I guess, a pastor. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just the leader, leader of, of the church. This, the, not sect. Oh, sect? Sect the right word? Yeah, that's like an area. Yeah. Right. And so I felt like there was a lot of pressure on him maybe to, you know, be the best Mormon ever and raise the best family, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, always had prayer every morning. I think sometimes we'd read a scripture or two, like it was like a page, but a page is like way too much. And then yeah, family home evening every Monday. And then I think cause dad was too busy with church, like being a church leader all the time. Right. 
it just wasn't um i don't know i don't i don't know i don't say like not that he wasn't there as a dad but i just felt like yeah he he's just busy all the time always right? doing, yeah dealing I mean, my with dad was always busy too. and i hated the thing i hated the most is if there was some sort of poor person right like we'd have to go <laughs> we'd have to go pick them up from church or from some derelict caravan park to bring them to church yeah and then one time i felt like there was some poor person that like we've had a car we had a caravan right so we let them stay in the caravan or something and i'm just like if you're living in a caravan there's just so much drama attached <laughs> to your life and the, they bring that drama with them right yeah you know the deadbeat boyfriend or whatever's come knocking on the caravan door and smashing windows or something yeah. some crap like that. so My- <laughs> being charitable like will ruin your <laughs> own home oh uh, yeah, yeah you're not right like every every uh, maybe like every second christmas i feel like dad would always have there's always some stranger like he'd bring over the missionaries or like we had massive church so like many members yeah, we had the missionaries at my house like almost dinner. every Christmas or the, or, you know, other people who didn't, I mean, now as an adult, I like, I get it now as an adult, people who didn't have families or friends or just no one to spend Christmas with, so you'd invite them over. But as a kid, you're like, who's this person? What are they doing in my house? I want to play my <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> and it, But speaking of Nintendo, I don't know if you want to get into... Ah, so, you know, so that's the, that's our primary phase, Nick. And then once we hit 12, you know, pre-teens, teenagers... Mm. Technology sort of started to come into our lives, right? Yeah, it did. And so we thought we were pretty savvy, and no one really knew what these Nintendo DS things were. Like, how how old were we? When, when did the Nintendo DS come out? Uh, two thousand two. I want to say. Yeah. So I think I was. Been, t- I would have been thirteen. You would have been twelve. I think thereabouts. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that's right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you because I'm pretty sure I would have. Maybe it was. Uh, I think it was two thousand two. We we were younger teenagers, definitely. Yeah. Right. We, we we weren't like sixteen, seventeen. We yeah, were. Yeah, I was like, either eleven yeah. or twelve. Yeah, and then so we brought our Nintendo DSs into church every Sunday. And so Nick, tell me, tell me about the Nintendo DS church uh, experience. Actually, you know, what? I why, think why it might. I think it might have launched two thousand and one because I remember I got it for. Nah, that's my, too soon. I got it for my birthday. Um, for I think it was my twelfth or thirteenth birthday. I'm googling Nick. Yeah, you have to Google. But uh, but you got yours maybe six months before me, and uh, did I? yeah, you did, you did. Because I remember being super jealous uh, when you brought it to church because you had the the Mario the the biggest game we played. Well, at least at the start when the Mario DS came 64 out. DS. Mario sixty four, and it was the the bomb game. So you draw back the stylus oh, and yes. you shoot the shoot yes, the bomb arms up bomb at all. The, like, sorry, the cannonballs up at all the bomb arms. And yeah, like I remember, like crowds of, of boys and girls, and even then adults would come around and be like, "Oh, what's this game?" Because people were so dumb with technology back then. Like people, we like we're on MSN Messenger and all this, like using our dial-up internet, and uh, we using that but, stuff all the time. People had no idea. So we got away with it because I think, oh, we're taking notes for our church lesson, right? Meanwhile, taking take that bomb notes on Picto Chat. Yeah. And I just remember being in Sunday's in the the main um, the main church thing, oh, what's yeah, sacrament, uh, sacrament meeting, meeting, yeah, um, where you know all the pews are lined up and we're all segregated into our families. You know, yeah. they ask you to sit with your families instead of all the kids, you know, mucking about. Yeah. And like, so you're like, I don't know, twenty meters away from me, 
Yep. And we'd bust out a Nintendo DS and would like get onto Picto Chat and we just thought <laughs> we were so cool. It was so cool because it was like it was texting be- like when ki- before kids had phones because nowadays kids have phones and they're all connected yeah, to the net and they just phone, yeah. they'd be messaging left, right, and center. But they'll never know the secrets of of all those Picto Chat <laughs> messages. Like, like I love that there's a, a level in Smash Brothers for Picto Chat and all that sort of stuff because we yeah. we sit there for well an hour just. Hey Jeffrey, yes Nick. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> it would always come down to drawing penises. But like the, the picture chat thing was just, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Oh, like, it was great. So much fun. Could you have this that, that much fun now? Probably. I guess. No, I think we're too old for it now. Yeah, now it's I just think... too easy to send a GIF instead of making your own creativity and drawing something. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pe- people would like, they'd all want to have a go as well. Like we'd be in the middle of some sort of, yeah, lesson, and you're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just taking notes. Oh, do you want to try this? <laughs> do all the mini games and stuff. Like, we thought were oh, really cool. But there were so many, ga- like, uh, Yoshi's Touch and Go was so perfect for church because, like, you didn't have to, like, hold it or anything. It was just a, just a stylus game, and so I'd just be there drawing little drawing little paths for Yoshi and, like, yeah, Yoshi, do, you do a loop and then tap these eggs here and that. Like, uh, Metroid was hard. Because you oh, had to, bro- yeah. Because we little, that, the, you'd be like fully engaged. Thing. So I, I remember sitting down because you know I'd sit on like the, if I'm on the left hand side of the church, I got I'd sit on the far left. So I've got the wall here, and all my family's on this side, and so I've had the DS here, and I'd have my my left thumb on the on the D pad, and then my right with the <laughs> with the, the stylus, like just like. This. Did, did we did we ever play multiplayer or was it always just picto chat? You think? No, we played multiplayer stuff. We definitely played multiplayer stuff. I think in Yoshi, I think Yoshi's Touch and Go had a multiplayer too, didn't it? Did oh, yeah, it would have. It would have been some sort so. of simplified mode. And then even once once Mario Kart came out as well, mm. I think some of the other teenage boys would have had uh, their DSs, and we all would have like raced in the middle of a church. Oh, yeah. It's quite cool. <laughs> it's just so boring. Like so, just like know, the pro- like just like the prayers. It was always the same. Like. Just someone standing up there yammering on about blah blah Jesus blah blah you're pathetic you're going to hell don't do this don't do that Jesus oh, you know Ugh. what I, I really didn't like was that it was um fast Sunday oh, so man. for for the to educate people I, I'm probably doing this wrong on the first Sunday of every month you would skip two meals right yes that's right and I think. I'm like I thought it was for some sort of weird health reasons, but actually you're meant to donate two meals worth of money um, on on top of your normal ten percent tithing, mm-hmm. right? So ten percent of all your income is supposed to go to the church if you want to be a good Mormon, and then on first Sunday of every month, two meals worth of money is like donated, and I think that money specifically went to I don't know some sort of charity, right? Mm-hmm. I hope I hope it did, yeah. but anyway, like. As a teenager, like as a growing boy who needs food and sleep, yeah, it was just, it was the worst. Like, oh, you know. And then I got jealous of you because I reckon your mom always packed you snacks. <laughs> uh, I yeah, fast Sunday. I would, I'd wake up early and go down into the pantry and sneak food because I was starving. Like I'm like, I know what this day is. Fast Sunday, stuff that, and I'd run downstairs and like sneak all this food and eat it. And so I just like. You know that as well as I do. Like I'd come over your place and I'd always, always hungry, always eating food, and I just like, 
Man, Fast Sunday was just the worst. Like, hey, let's starve. Let's starve all day. And people, I mean, now as an adult, I know people do that as a diet, but like, eat some food, man. It was was really bad. So, you know, like, we're teenagers now, Nick. Oh, Mm. now we're moving on to the teenage story. So we, once we hit 12, we sort of, I think we became even better friends. We would visit each other's house or we'd ask to go over to each other's houses Mm. every Sunday, like nearly every Sunday, right? Like you said, either stay over a Saturday night or Sunday afternoon and I'd have to like beg one parent, like, oh, can I go to Nick's? And the, no, gosh. (laughs) No, 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 no. Back back that up. There was never... Can you come over? Okay, what percentage do you think you would come to my house versus I would come to your house? Uh, I I, I liked coming to your house. I didn't like sleeping over your house. And why is that? Because your house made all these noises. (laughs) And I couldn't sleep at night. I was I was scared. I think. Yeah, I, there were multiple. I think like I couldn't remember there was how many times, times it happened. Where I rung mum and dad probably like eleven p.m. or something. Like, yeah, I couldn't remember sleep. how many times it happened. But there was one time. I remember your mum came over real late and she's like, "You're not staying over anymore, Jeffrey, because it's <laughs> I'm not picking you up at this time again." It was the it was your bloody fire alarm. Oh, the, the smoke be- alarm. The smoke alarm, yeah. Uh, but the, it was definitely like, you weren't the only person too. Like I had my sisters had friends stay over and stuff, and that they'd go home till I loved that house. But it must yeah. have been some sort of Indian Indian burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a like thinking about it now though, like how magnificent was that house? Like can you imagine having that house now? Like that house, I felt like it is as a kid, right? It was it was huge. I think when I visited as an adult, there was probably so much stuff around oh, yeah. every aspect of the house that it got it felt smaller and, and smaller like yeah. as i got older but like yeah. as a teenager right like your house was incredibly huge mm. like in the yard of course like six se- bedroom, seven bedrooms or something like that it's essentially what people would call a mansion today i think yeah well it's, it's no one's mentioned it mansion anymore a bunch of townhouses <laughs> it's gone but uh, um, yeah I I would I ninety percent of the time I was at your house and ten percent you'd come to mine I think that's fine and it's because like you'd come over and I'd be like oh, okay I played video games for enough like oh Nick as I think as a, as a poor teenager like oh the Super Nintendo it's getting too hot we can't play anymore <laughs> you'd believe me every single time oh what an idiot <laughs> <sighs> and I'd be like no now, we just gotta we just gotta blow on them some more. <sighs> We played a lot of video games, um, Nick. So we're teenage teenagers, right? Like, what's the teenage church experience like? Like the Mormon thing. What What do they well, expect of you? So you have church every Sunday, obviously nine nine a.m. to twelve twelve p.m. But even then, of course, mum and dad have got to get there at like eight. 8.30, got to have all their goss and chat with people. And then once church finishes at 12, they've got to chat some more and goss until 12.30, 1 o'clock. I didn't mind the after church chat, I think. Mm. That was fine. It was the before st- church stuff that sucked as well. But like, mm. um, but on top of that, after church, uh, you'd have to, as a young man, uh, the Mormon church, g- guess what? Newsflash, you're very misogynistic and oppressive to women. They have... Like their job is essentially to just birth children and then shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, prove me wrong. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but like, their job is to make food and suck dick. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but the men, uh, we had to do home teaching on top of church. Uh, so that would mean visiting two families. Uh, 
Is it was it every Sunday? That. I think it was every I Sunday. Hated that. Um, and I think just, it was like at least once a month, but you probably had six families assigned to you, so it something felt like, like that. every Sunday. And do and do some sort of lesson. So I remember doing that with my dad. We'd go visit someone's house and talk for an hour about some more church stuff, and then we'd go to another person's house, and dad would talk some more about church stuff. Um, but also, we'd had Tuesday night activities, uh, youth youth activities. They, were, they, they generally they were pretty cool. Generally, they were pretty cool, but it was like another church responsibility. Like I want, you know, if I ever want to go to friends' places or go to the movies or something like that on like Tuesday nights when it was cheap with friends, no, nah, can't do that. Got another church activity. Uh, occasionally on weekends, maybe once a month or once every couple of months, they'd have uh, like charity events or you'd have to do like gardening, uh, garden maintenance at the church. So you'd be chopping down bushes and trees and all sorts of stuff, or you know, door knocking for guide dogs or you know, which like all good causes. But man, I just felt like it was all the freaking time. Uh, and then the worst one was seminary from grade nine to grade 12 your whole pretty much your whole high school meet at the church at six o'clock in the morning 6 a.m to 7 a.m early as a teenage boy awful and read the bible and, and study and prepare yourself for your day and man that sucked maximum cock just the only good, the only good thing, right? I think like it brought some of the people your age together, right? You, I think you became really good friends uh, with those people. Um, but yeah, like it's just the church expected way, way too much of you. And I, I remember one of the bishopric members, who I won't name, who I absolutely hate. Um, probably rape children or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did. Um, no, I, okay. I, no, that, that, nothing like that has ever happened to me that I've experienced. But no, I didn't like him at all. But he, he said, "Oh, you know, we won't lose our young men um, to become like inactive or not church members by asking them to do too um t- too much. It will lose them if we ask them to do too little." And I'm just like. What the fuck? Like, How much man, more do you I, want from me? Yeah, I do. My whole life is dedicated to church. I don't have time to do anything else. Just like you said, Monday, family home evening. Tuesday, uh, young men's. Five days a week, seminary. Friday night, church dance. Saturday morning. Um, church charity. Charity, act- charity activity. Sunday, church. Um, afternoon. What's the f- Sunday teaching? afternoon, home teaching. And then sometimes there'd be like another thing back at church on Sunday night. And like young men's camp, they, young men's camps weren't too bad, but like, oh, there was just, there was just so much. Like, and I get it, right? You're too busy to think about anything else. You've got responsibilities, you know. Later in church, you've got calling, which is like a job. You know, mm. this is your job to do blah. So you're responsible every week to do something, mm. and that's how you can't leave. Mm. But man, I just like. I don't know how much like how, if, if if this is off track. I mean, we're not really talking about games at all, anyway. It's just shitting on the Mormon Church. But um, I just, it's so hard, like to to be raised in an environment to have this this fear of hell and death and like oh don't touch yourself, don't don't swear, don't listen to this music, don't you know like, and then going to school and everyone else just being 
normal i just remember like i had all i had all these friends and all, like you know you have, have a class of 30 you know 30 students in primary school and and you know each class in high school you've got about 30 kids in each classroom and i'm the only mormon kid and it's just like you know people start swearing or people be like oh check out this music or check out oh check out this even video games like we love it we love video games mm. and your mom <laughs> your mom taking away resident evil 4 is like, it's too <laughs> violent so, now i remember she just came in at the resident evil 4 village section and like you know you had this shotgun with one of the it was one of the women right the women villages and <laughs> blasted her against the wall the blood splattered everywhere and she just lost she lost it and she took the disc and i i, I thought she really really threw it in the bin yeah uh, she told me like and i stifled through that bin but she hit it somewhere in there yeah but like, no, i remember because she uh, there was another day where she took it and hit it and we like after she left we just found it and kept playing but <laughs> like five minutes later but just like the the pressure that that is put on you you feel like yeah. you're kind of living two different lives almost where like between the person that you feel like what you're torn sort of between who you are and who you want to be. And like, you want to listen to the music that you like and play, you know, dress so a certain mu- way. And not allowed to listen to certain music. Was that something that happened like for you? Yeah. Well, I, I, I liked, you know, like Linkin Park and I liked Simple Plan yeah. and even like the, who was it? Uh, someone's, someone's mum got up and was doing some sort of things like, I heard this song on the radio the other day that was, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up, don't want to hear it, get it. Like the simple plan shut up song. And it's just like, man, that's not even that bad compared to some of the other stuff. I remember, I, like I'll never forget my dad. We went I to think that a, was Conan Pearson's grandma. Yeah. Or no, was, is there a Fergie uh, Black Eyed Peas shut up song? Shut up, just shut up, shut up. Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'll never forget Dad going to do home teaching, um, and he was like, "Oh, you know, like here's here's a comparison of like how you can live your life." So listen to this music, and he puts on, you know, I don't know. I have a family here <laughs> on earth, and going off, he's like, they "Listen, so feel how wholesome this song me. is." Oh, like no, <laughs> and they're like, and then put on this song and it was nirvana's smells like teen spirit with the lights out it's less dangerous here we are now entertain us and it's just like he put on the song i'm like oh yes i love this song and he's like no nick we don't listen to this music it's listen to him screaming your dad would have listened to all i don't know i don't i don't know old bands like acdc i don't know all this old rock right like he he was yeah. Oh, he surely would have been into all that other music. A little bit of Elvis and stuff. Know, but like, like, you know, like I know my dad he would have smoked the wacky tobacco. He was a hippie. I don't know for sure, but like, there's no way he didn't, right? Like, he did a whole bunch of stuff and then discovered the Mormon Church, like when he was 32 or 33 or something. All oh, right. So you know, he had a, quite a few years to do whatever the hell he wanted. Oh, right. I did not know that. And then he must have wanted—he must have wanted to find purpose in his life, and he. Uh, I mean, like my, my dad Smith. joined at twenty-five as well. I don't know. Yeah. Like, ugh. I think he just wanted to find some sort of community yeah. aspect. Man, that whole Joseph Smith story—like, I—I remember thinking it was weird as a kid, but then, ugh, if you haven't, even as a non-Mormon, the Book of Mormon is the funniest thing oh, I've did you... e- ever watched in my life. Did you? Oh, the movie. Did you ever read the Book of Mormon? Okay, my answer. There's a difference between reading it and understanding it. And I remember I I read it 
but uh, just like i remember i'd, I'd read uh like a chapter a day and yeah. this was when i was like 12 or 13 i think i read it and it, like i'd be reading the words i'm like thou shalt not do this and the, and the the word that the wording that they use like i'm struggling to learn english as it is then they're trying to teach me english from fucking yonks ago <sighs> and it just didn't make any sense i'm like i don't even know i don't know who this guy is i don't know who this guy is there's 400 people in this book and they've all got wacky names and it's just mental <sighs> i um i think because the book of mormon is like uh, i don't know 35 different books or people or something right I couldn't get past like the first, I don't know, 30 pages out of 200, 350. I, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Never could do it. And you're right. I couldn't retain. Like I know some stories, right? Because we've been so indoctrinated with some of those Mormon stories and tales yeah, and the stuff. The Nephites and the Lamanites and the Israelites. Yeah. and the, Oh my God. The but, Lankarites. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. I love yeah. I love that. But yeah, I, I don't know any of... Um, the book of mormon really actually yeah. i have got one thing yes you know pokemon came out late 90s right yeah and one mid-90s. of the things we had oh yeah mid 90s yeah, 1996 yeah one of the things we had to learn in church was the like as a preteen was like the articles of faith like the 13 articles of faith and they're just th- like 13 short paragraphs right yeah not that hard yeah, oh, I can't. Even, I can't remember a single one. Like, yo, you know, we believe that uh, man is born of God and man can sin, and we need to repent. Like, I don't know, something like that. Like, just a yeah, short. And sentence. then, like the yep, the I Nephi will go and do what the Lord has commanded, for I know that the Lord giveth. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it, it was just like thirteen principles or something that are about Mormons. Hmm. And then you know, one of your challenges before you finish primary is to learn all those or memorize all those and be able to say them right. Hmm. And my mom would be like. You can remember all 151 Pokemon names, but you can't remember the 13 Articles of Faith. Oh, man, I can remember so many Pokemon names, but I couldn't even tell you 10 presidents. In my brain, it's still just like, Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venus, or Rattata, Vero, Put it in a wacky song. I'll learn that all day. Nick, I think we're going to have to take a quick... um take a quick prayer and reflect on the Lord, and uh, we'll come back to you right after these messages. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord! Jesus is here tonight! <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. I'm really I'm thinking, enjoying this little chat. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking we're going to have to put like some sort of disclaimer at the start, being like, yo, Nick and Jeff get very offensive towards the Mormons <laughs> here, so if you don't like your religion getting shit on... Oh, I thought you were going to say that. Shit on you know, I, I always... You know, I saw, you know, you see Mormons on, well, we went to Mormon church, right? And when you see, like, Catholic church, it's very mm-hmm. foreign. Like, I don't understand what's going on. But when you see, like, uh, you know, an average African-American church on TV and they're all, like, praying, hallelujah, like, they're singing, yeah, like, I can feel the spirit, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't our church be like that? It would be so much fun. Like, I'd want to go. Oh, yeah, I remember going to, uh, there was, she's like, Jeez, I'm only just remembering this girl now. But there was this girl I liked in in high school who was um, like Baptist or or just another another branch of Christianity. Um, but it was the same as uh, Jackie and John, my neighbors. Uh, but they invited me along to like some sort of youth night, and they had like a rock and roll band and like. But they were they were singing. It it was good music, but it was like mm. subtly religious. It wasn't like yeah. you could play it as a normal song. You'd be like, you know, it wasn't a hymn. Yeah. 
and it was uh, it was cool i'm like why is my church so like why does everyone wear the same stupid ass suits and yeah like they were all wearing like jeans and just t-shirts i'm like what's what's going on like this is not the sunday best like wait up you're having actual wine instead like we haven't mentioned the sacrament remember passing out the sacrament that one made me that made me so nervous nick Mm. i so sacrament you know jesus gave bread and wine to his apostles or something i can't really remember you know all the following and you know he broke the bread and it broke into a bajillion pieces like one loaf fed I don't know, five hundred people right? somehow miraculous. Wasn't that after the is fact? It? Wasn't it supposed to like isn't the, the, the bread supposed to represent like his flesh and the wines his blood? Oh yeah. Okay. Remember, yeah. Were they having that yeah, before? Right. So I remember it, like there, there was a story where he turned like one loaf of bread into forty. Oh right, maybe you, you're was right. That, something you're like right. that. And then we had water, we didn't have wine. Mm. Um th- so one of the things we had to do as teenage boys, right, is hand the bread and wine water. Uh, out to every single person in the congregation. So about 200 people. Mm. And sometimes me and you were doing it together. Did we ever do it together? Yeah, yeah we did it together. Yeah, we absolutely yeah. did it together. And so we we would have to... Someone would say a prayer, right? That would bless the bread and water. Oh, and then do we still we... know it? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Come back to that. Uh, okay. So this is when we were younger teenagers, like between 12 or 13, we'd deliver it all, right, yep. to everyone. And... We'd have like some sort of little coordination, like we'll go here, we'll go here, and we'll pass them back and forth. Mm. Like it wouldn't pass the COVID test now, would it? Fuck no. Everyone handling this one, one thing. Hell no. Well, that's uh, I talked to my dad about how they were doing that, and he, like whoever had the priesthood in the family, like mum and dad were still doing church at home, but they yeah. dad had bless their own bread and water. Yeah. Did that make you nervous doing that, or do you get, do you got used to? It? Uh, the first few times handing it out, yes, but it was only sort of once. Once the next boy, you know, turned twelve years old and, and then joined, and he was like, "I'm really nervous," and, like, and I'm like, "Nah, don't worry, you just do <laughs> this." And this. It's only once I had someone to show what to do that I'm like, "No, no, you just do this, you do this, do this," uh, and like remembering all the paths depending on you know there was five, six of us, and yeah. like oh the one on the far left goes up this way, and then the this one goes this way, this one goes this way, and we all you know coordinate our attack to disperse the, the sweets so when when you get a bit older the older teenage boys they prepare the bread and water right mm. and and then they also do the prayer they bless it did you ever do that i i never did i was because t- because there's a giant microphone like look at me now talking to the internet yeah i know right all the time there is a giant well not giant there's a microphone there where you have to recite this prayer blessing yeah. It per- perfectly right yeah like it's it's there in front of you for to read but you have to say it precisely mm. i couldn't do it i never i never did it do you still know the prayer years. i feel like i still know no, the prayer i, I can't remember you go do you all right know? let's go oh god the eternal father oh we ask thee in the name of thy son, name of thy jesus, son jesus christ to bless and sanctify, to bless and this, sanctify bread. this bread to all those who might partake to all of those it who partake of it that they may eat in remembrance of the body of thy son and in witness the name unto of thee, O god the eternal oh. father uh, to always remember him and keep his commandments which he has given them that they may always have his spirit to be with them fuck you I mean amen <laughs> <laughs> just like like how is that like I'm pretty that's like wow, 90% I'm right impressed. like that's that's a pass I'm impressed from, like you must have done it oh no I didn't do it I did I left the I left the church before I was before I even got the was Melchizedek priesthood but oh, that shit well, is still this like this is what I cannot stress this enough. If you have children, if you're gonna introduce them to Jesus, like, f- 
fuck man like children's brains are so young so impressionable like i did all my learn my brain took in the most information between the ages of like zero and ten and it's filled with pokemon power rangers ninja turtles and jesus that's all that's in there and it's just i could have learned so much more <laughs> so uh. nick so i think so the teenage years it was like the youth nights were fun there was a lot of responsibilities there's a lot of expectations on you um before we talk about leaving the church right mm, mm. what about there's expectations for young men to go on a church mission did that impact or infect you affect you in any way thinking about absolutely, that absolutely yeah uh, i remember like going there was a lot of things with the church front of like uh, when i first started to wanted to leave i didn't feel I didn't feel worthy to get the Melchizedek priesthood, and like, because this was back mm. when I, I still believed. It. I'm like, it's all still great. It's all still uh, no, like, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even come close. It's the ironic priesthood you would have had. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I had the ironic, but the Melchizedek yeah. priesthood was the one. I that never I, got that. Yeah, the Melchizedek was the one that you turned 16, and I didn't. I didn't. Eight, feel, I thought it was 18. Or is there three priesthoods? Oh my god, is there I'm three? I'm sure it was 16. Um, deacons, teachers, and priests. Priests was 16 to 18. Yes, I think. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I didn't feel worthy to get that Melchizedek priesthood because, like, I, I felt like the person who the church wanted me to be versus who I, who I was and who I wanted to be, hmm. didn't match. Like uh, the music that I liked, like I love, I still love Lincoln Park to this day. I, I still listen to the music all the time, and like, you know, hanging out with my friends and and wanting to. Chester doesn't love it that much. Yeah, <laughs> and just uh. <laughs> <laughs> and just wanting to be a normal teenager and live a normal life and and you know still trying to make parents proud and it's just like uh, and I, I remember once i got older and i got more self-aware of you know just life and a little bit more common sense in my head you'd go to sacrament meeting and you'd look around and you'd be like fuck no one is paying attention you get like 90 percent of the people in here no one's fucking listening how would they do it now like i don't know how would you do it with everyone on their phones right just like no one's and even even when i went with my parents two years ago for mum for mother's day like i'm looking around and i'm like i went in with an open mind i'm "I'm gonna just sit and listen and just see what all this is about and like a few times i'd stop and look around and even my parents are fucking playing with the kids and doing all sorts of like oh like no one's listening there'd always be sort of like toys or coloring books or something for the little kids to do to keep them quiet you know that never worked. I'm pretty sure I looked over and there was one cunt that was asleep. Like just <laughs> my brother, my <laughs> dad, me. I but, they always fell asleep. But uh, yeah, I just and people think it'll still save them. Like oh, if I come to church and and worship God every week, this, making this effort, it'll say you know. No, nah, there, there's so many things that you like. Got to read your scriptures every day. Got to do this. Got to do that. Mm. Got to do that. And I just didn't feel and I I didn't feel worthy and I didn't feel like the church was. I don't, you know, I remember going to the young men's classes or like the the teenage classes, and there'd be other people our age who were like, "We're all supposed to be in this together, like fighting this good fight of trying to live this Mormon teenage mm. life." And some of them'd be like, "Oh yeah, I had some alcohol on the weekend. I was drinking this and drinking that." You don't? Oh, was that who was that? Some Polynesians? Oh, I don't remember, but just like <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, there's one guy. Some of the white people too. Yeah, they were trash. But uh, yeah, like some people drinking or or going out and partying and doing all sorts of stuff and i'm just like even the people that i'm supposed to like man not no one is worthy everyone's just bullshitting and, and lying their way through I, this thing and i'm like no i'm I, out i want out i was um 
Like, I think I was really scared of the expectations to serve a church mission, right? Yeah. Go, you know, for those listening, uh, the church mission was like, you as a teenage man, as a teenage boy, man, yeah. eight, 19 year old, 18. you're expected to go out to a foreign country, generally, to go preach the gospel and convert people to the church for two years. By the way, you don't uh, contact your family uh, and why I didn't want to do it is two years without watching TV or seeing the latest movies or playing video games for two years? I can't do that. No. And, and that's why I never even had it in my mind that I was actually going to do it. Yeah, but no. then my my brother went on one, right? Mm. And like the, the church is sort of geared to like, well, at the time, if you went on a mission, right? Church mission and you came back, you could have any woman you wanted because they <laughs> all no, but they all are trained to desire return missionaries, right? Yeah. That, that's the way I felt. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Like if you weren't a return missionary, you weren't like really worthy of getting a girlfriend or a wife mm-hmm. or doesn't matter whatever, if you're hot, you're right? hot trash. You're hot trash. So you know, and then you would watch all these Mormon men come back from the missions, and within six months they are married. Yeah, right. right? They're married. And, of course, you know, they're probably horny men and the church forbids sex before marriage. Um, Sex is a sacred thing between a man and a woman to make babies. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, like, that's why everyone got married so early and they were so desired because, like, all right, we can can fuck. Mm. Boy, do they do that. Yeah. But the thing is, what I do get confusing, right, there was no, like, talks of, um, like, the church doesn't forbid, like, condoms or contraception or anything like that. Yeah. Where other, I don't know if it's some sect of Catholics, Christianity, I don't know which one, but, like, some of them don't. Like, you know, any seed that isn't in a woman is lost seed to God's eyes or something silly like that. Uh, something crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, that's I, I never wanted to serve a... Church mission and I never did. No, neither. Life before that. Like, but yeah. I did feel guilty. You know why? Yeah, and that's they, they have a real good way of making you feel guilty. Like the amount of times I went in for whatever interview it was, you know, you go in for an interview with the bishop yeah. to to move up in the priesthood or or just like a general meeting. Like, oh, It would be like, like every two years, I'd say. You'd, have, you'd like have some sort of interview like to go up to the next little level in our yeah, something like deacon, that. You'd priest, and would be like, oh, And he'd be like, Nick... Are you reading the scriptures? No. Are you praying every day? No. Are you paying your tithing? Look, I Did work hard for money? my money. No. <laughs> my, one time my dad gave me birthday card, right? Yeah. And he gave, it normally it's like $20. And it was like $20 and $2. So he gave me $22, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, happy birthday, Jeffrey. Don't forget to always pay your tithing. But he gave me $22, so really he should have given me $22.20. And, mm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't, I can't pay my tithing on $2. Mm. But even like, it's, it's, you're taught to, to, to be judgmental. Like, I remember handing out the sacrament, and if people didn't want it, I'd be like, oh, what's, what have you done? Oh, yeah. Why do you not feel worthy to take the sacrament? And I remember like this this like superiority complex of like, oh, I'll take the sacrament. I've been a good boy. 
<laughs> it's like <laughs> you're right. There's total judgment because they'd be like, like, "Oh, why didn't they take the sacrament?" And I think as an older, if you were like an older person, right, you meant to like, "Okay, no, I did something not so great this week. I'm going to reflect on that and try to do better." Right? I think that's mm. the idea. Like, so it's not like a guilt trip, but if you don't take it and everyone is watching you, right, at least in your row, yeah. Like, they're going to know, oh, what did this person do? Oh, hey yeah. there, friend. Did you have a bad week? Hey, what's going yeah. on, buddy? Do you need any help? Like, oh. did speaking you cheat of, on your wife? You know what? <laughs> like, speaking, <laughs> speaking of the judgmental stuff, I mean, actually, that's that's when we, that's the last time I would have gone. It would have been two, it was two years ago for Sammy's kids. Um, what's, what's the christening? Why? Like, why would they christen their child? I don't get it. They're not religious. No, that's that's the thing. They still they still believe they still like your your older sister's the same, right? L- I, I Libby, don't get Libby it. joined uh, a Baptist church, I want to say, and and Sam and Sarah will still say that they they believe in God. And that's the thing. After I left for the longest time, I'd be telling people like, "Oh yeah, yeah I still believe there's a God." I didn't, but I didn't want the. I think back then it was a little bit taboo to be like, "Oh look, I'm an atheist. I don't believe." And but nowadays, I think it's a little bit more common. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd tell people, oh no, I still believe there's a God. I just I just don't want to go to church anymore. I want to live a sort of different life, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, and I, I feel like they never sort of grew out of that phase where they're, they're also, I don't know. But maybe they still believe and it gives, gives people hope. If they want to believe, they believe. I don't really care. Like, just <laughs> stay away from me. What but, if, uh, what speaking of hope? the judgmental stuff, sorry, I, I got it sidetracked. Speaking of the judgmental stuff. So going back uh, when I went two years ago for uh, Everly's christening, Walking in, I wore a short sleeve shirt, and man, those motherfuckers love to stare. Oh <laughs> yeah, like so many looks with with this type of stuff. Which fair as a if I was uh, if you know 12, if you didn't want the man, attention, you would have worn a long sleeve shirt. But yeah. do you even own one? Oh, I like I didn't. Let's say I'm like I don't have I have no respect for this place or these motherfuckers. I wore shorts. I <laughs> I wore shorts. You wore shorts. Wow. Yeah, I wore shorts and a t-shirt. Like, I don't care I, how, how embarrassed I am of my carbs. I'm wearing shorts. Fuck the <laughs> I remember coming back, like, you know, when I was an adult for whatever special occasions like that, some sort of christening. Yeah. Or someone's baptism or whatever. And I'd be like, wear, like, my fancy shirt. Like, not the white, not just the white boring shirt. I'd be like, you know, like, my work shirts or whatever. And I'd be like, yeah. I don't come to church <laughs> anymore, but I'm here today for a special occasion. And look at me, because... I look different and fabulous. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. I am a homosexual. Would you like to know more? <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not sure if that's something... Uh, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But uh, that's something I, I I feel like would be so, oh, so int- different. And I think very important to talk about for you. Because, I mean, I'm just another middle-aged, now heterosexual white male. But being... A homosexual okay. white male. Oh yeah. Okay. You, you're right. I I didn't really growing think about this, Nick. So that, like I said, I felt like I I was torn growing up being who I wanted to be, like like playing the games that I like, listening to the music that I like, mm. and you know, and then who the church wanted me to be. But mm. you would have you would have had such a very different internal struggle with who you like and who you're attracted to and and what what you want versus yeah. But, no. but you were you were being told, you know. Oh, you're gonna burn in hell for this. Yeah, so I I do I do have a very specific story about this. Yeah. Um, I felt like I I guess I knew I was gay, but maybe I didn't. You know, you you don't you don't know as a teenager. Or I didn't really know. Sometimes you you're like girls. Sometimes. Young. 
Yeah, like sometimes you like girls, sometimes you like boys, right? Yeah. And like I liked a lot of the church girls. I felt like Dion, if you're ever listening, like I feel like we could have made it. But now you've got seven or more beautiful children in Tasmania. You live, looks like you live the happiest oh, life. D- Dion, I really like Dion. Dion was really pretty. Nadia was really hot. Uh, I like Nadia. Yeah, she's cool. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't attracted to Nadia. Was, uh, and then there's, sister, there's another girl, Christine. Sister. Uh, oh, Malia? Malia, yeah, Malia. Oh, I had yeah. a massive crush on Malia. Are you going to go see them soon? Actually, we'll come back to that. <laughs> there's, there's some sort of more ex-Mormon party um, going on. Um, no, I, I do like some of the girls, right? But they never really... I wasn't a returned missionary, right? So they weren't I didn't like, know that back then. Yeah. But... I remember one time before going to seminary, dad would do his personal study or whatever. Yeah. And he, he picked me up to go to seminary or whatever, come home. And he'd be like, it's the story of, I think it's Sodom and Gomorrah or something. Like, you know, some sort of cesspool town. Everyone turned gay and, I don't know, there's casinos and gambling and sex <laughs> or uh, some, you know, some All crazy, the fun stuff alive. All the fun stuff. And then one family member's like, okay, we, we've tried to fix this town, but it's, it's too far gone. And God's like, don't worry, just run away. Don't look back. Do not look back. Don't look back. Otherwise, they'll turn into a pillar of salt or something like that. Right? Right. Anyway, so, you know, the father took his children and his wife and him him and the children kept going. But the wife was like, oh, what's happening? You know, I can hear an earthquake behind me. I must look. And then she turned into salt. Oh, right. So just like, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana yeah, uh, yeah, you'd be, you'd probably be surprised how much of that is religious. But um, I don't know if that's Mormon or just normal Christianity. But Dad yeah, turns around to me yeah. in the car and he's like, "Jeffrey, he read that story or something." Yeah, he's like, "Whatever you do in life, just don't be gay." Really? I don't, like, he's like, "Don't be gay," and I'm like, "Uh, yeah, okay, um, I'm not gay, Dad." And I don't know, I would have been fifteen, sixteen. Oh, you knew you were gay then. You told you told me by then. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but like, like it was just like okay, all right. And then so, I didn't tell my parents for a long time, right? Yeah. Well, when I was nineteen or yeah. twenty something, Andrew was just my housemate for a good year <laughs> at least. I think at least a good year. Um, but that was, I guess, I don't know. Like, did I? I knew I was gay, so I you know ran away with this person to. I guess be free of the church and live a homosexual lifestyle. Um, I don't know. Like, that's really. I have to think about that a lot more, actually, about the pressure of getting, like, the pressure of getting a wife. I don't know if I've ever really sort of talked to you about, like, as I, I, I don't know if that would have eaten you up inside when they're Mm. they're preaching away, being like, oh, you don't. uh, Thou shalt not steal, uh, steal. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not Uh, lay with uh, another man. I, 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 I was more worried about when I had those like interviews with the bishop mm. and it'd be like oh are you keeping the um not word of wisdom word of wisdom's the food uh law of chastity and i'd be like no I'm one's ever so said good. no 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 one has ever said the word masturbate right yeah and i was a teenage boy i masturbated a lot everywhere <laughs> all the time <laughs> i was like but i would not masturbate on saturday night because I'd have church the next day. Because <laughs> you'd have you'd have internalized guilt, like ah, oh, should I should I have? Oh, what did I just do? Yeah, I'll never do that again. 
next you know <laughs> two hours time let's yeah. do that again but um I, yeah i remember doing like baptisms yeah. remember baptisms for baptisms the dead for the dead oh oh going, sorry i've got to finish my gay story nick before i forget yeah of course sorry um and it, so i came out right everyone my mother didn't talk to me for at least a week my mm. brother said he like he felt like he failed as a man or as a brother because he because he because i was gay like that was mm. his fault like he failed because I was gay. But then my dad said, oh, Jeffrey, you know, he he, he came. He said, oh, I better have he a... He came to your uh, house. He yeah. came to my house. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. That was that was even worse than coming out. Um, and everyone left the house. Oh, Andrew left to go be with Chris and Drew or whatever. And then it was yeah. just me and my dad. And he was like, Jeffrey, okay. He just wanted to talk and know. Yeah. And he's like, I, I asked you when you were 14... Yeah. Or, or something, you know, young. That like, are you gay? And you you said no. You told me no. And I'm like, I was a teenager, and you just told me everyone just died yeah. because they were gay, right? Like, yeah. how? Like, why? Why would I say? Oh yeah, Dad. I think I am. <laughs> yeah. Like kids, yeah. kids these days, right? I've I've got it pretty easy. I don't feel too hard about it. But kids these days have gay Netflix TV shows to go mm. watch. About um, being a gay teenager in school, and then no one's being beat up because they're gay or teased. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not that we know. So, of. I don't know. Yeah, I, but, I, I spoke to some of the thirteen-year-old girls at karate last week, and yeah. I was like, "Are there still bullies in schools?" She's like, "Oh yeah, they're like, oh yeah, there's still bullies." Oh, yeah. So I don't know. But at least they've got uh, representation in media in some yeah. sort oh, of yeah. form. Yeah. Right. So I feel like that's really good. But yeah, yeah that's my. Um... And then I just came out, and no, that was fabulous. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't have you any other way. Uh, I don't know. That was, I remember when I went to leave, that was one of the things. Let's um, talk about when we leave, Nick. Tell me, you stopped when you were like 17, I reckon. uh, No, it was before we were 16. No, you would have, maybe you would have been, you would have went less. uh, Yeah, I, yeah, I think I went less, but I I was maybe like three weeks away from 17, I think. Maybe. What, and you said like, I'm not going anymore? But um, I, I haven't. Let's say I've. We've. It's been an hour, and I haven't mentioned him at all. Uh, he became one of my best friends. Uh, Ben. Ben Worry. Ben like, Worry. Oh, we had. We had. Was, uh, I, we were a trio. Yeah, we had seminary at his mum's house. Yeah, we really were. Like we hang out all three of us all the time. We'd all play Smash together and stuff. Like he was. Ben. Ben was just a bigger part of of, of my Mormon upbringing as you were. But when yeah. I, I met Ben when I was you guys 12, were you were not you were also physically close. Yeah, Ben like was uh, like Ben was on the street parallel to me. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, Ben lived on the street parallel to me, and so I was over his house. I wonder if he, li- Ben, if you're listening, like, love you, thanks. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Love I don't him, think he yeah. does. <laughs> I do love you so much, um, but uh, the my parents, you know, uh, I love them the bits. Uh, religion is the only thing we can't talk about because I'm I'm very unapologetically atheist, and like, none of your shit makes sense. It's just stupid. But uh, so we just don't talk about religion, but. With uh, they they chose their god over their children, so many times, and that's that's the thing that broke my heart so much. Like like they they said to Libby like you got to keep going, and Libby's like I don't want to go, so they told her get out. So she went and moved in with my grandma mm. Sarah. Didn't want to go. They're like yep, get out of my house. So she went to live with her boyfriend. And I felt like your dad pushed even harder on you because of that. Like, yeah, being do you being think the I'm only wrong, son, or is that... being the only boy, definitely. And like okay, pressure. I failed two children. I've got to try extra hard. And make Nick do all those things 
to keep him active mm-hmm. in the church. And especially being like the only son and the only boy, man, the pressure to not be a disappointment was intense. <laughs> but uh, here we are. No more Gordons. <laughs> uh, and yeah, but uh, like, I, I don't know, you know, there's no Nick and Jeff without the church, but also like, I don't know where I would be without Ben. Uh, like he he left he left the church what like a, a year six months before us or something mm-hmm. like that um but when dad told me he's like no either go to church or get out ben gave me a place to live he let me yeah, move, he move did. in with him he lived downstairs i kind of was, i think i was maybe a bit jealous <laughs> but it probably probably nothing to be jealous of like no it was just yeah just living with ben and like he helped me really sort of uh ben was and still is one of the most intelligent people I know. Um, and hearing a lot of his views on on just the, the logic of these stories and how religion works. And like, he, uh, he explained to me a lot about science and, and the universe and just, uh, and realizing, you know, realizing the world is so much bigger than this little Mormon bubble that they try mm. and keep you in and protect you from. And um, yeah, like, so like parents kick me out, go live with Ben. And then- How know, did your mom feel? Uh, bless mum. See, like that's the thing. I, she, mum didn't want me to leave, and I think my, it was very much dad. Dad was like, either go to church or get out. And and of course, women being the oppressive force that they are in the Mormon religion, mum mm. was just submissive and would always just like, yep, whatever you say, dad. You're the you're the patriarch. Or, yeah, patriarch she, of the family. You're the governor of the household. Um, but yeah, I remember as I was packing up my stuff and leaving, mum pretty much like emptied the fridge and freezer and was like, here, take all this food. And like, do you need, here's some washing powder if you need to wash your clothes. And like, and I remember like, do this. Did you know how to do washing? No, no. My mum always did all the washing and stuff. But yeah, I remember like, like all these pies and sausage rolls and stuff that they had in the fridge. She's like, here, take all this stuff. And like, she, she'd made a bunch of spaghetti bolognese. She's like, here, here's all these containers with bolognese and just like gave me bags and bags of like food and stuff to just be like please be careful and look after yourself i love you so much and all this and I'm, like i'll never i'll never forget that to the day that i die that would have taken so much strength of your mom to do that yeah I, like i'll never forget that forever just I, I wonder if behind closed doors like your mom and your dad like had probably had massive rifts maybe over I don't know, especially over like, like and that's that. the thing i think after uh after me they sort of learned a bit like that when sammy wanted to leave their church they just they just sort of let her leave rachel wanted to stop going mm. she just sort of left as well and stopped going but and chrissy still loves church <laughs> chrissy uh chrissy bless her little heart chrissy but uh, yeah and so yeah me me libby and sarah it, it was either go to church or get out and that was that was rough uh, as a kid and it's still hard to accept uh, even now as an adult knowing that your parents and they still do it to this day they still choose religion over the kids even even my mom now i'm like you know i'm like i don't know why like this dad's dead right like why are you still going like and like even my even my brother like like why why are you still going to church like you don't really care about any of this stuff like every and, sunday man you know my my brother he i i asked him a while ago right and when he served the church mission right and then he said he had some sort of experience where uh, no, someone was possessed with by a devil, or you know, or something like that. But like, <laughs> you know, the, the way like the way he describes this experience, he's like, you know, I, I felt the negative energy in the room. You know, I felt evil spirits, and you know, when we did the, the prayer or whatever, and yeah. 
like you know it was i don't know the demon trying to leave the body or something something crazy but like he just said he knew at that moment that it was true like what they were doing was true or whatever and, and like that scared him into believing that, like the church the that. church was right and he said like you know i can't explain you know i don't know i don't know i'm just making this up but like the lights flickered and you know the room shook kind of thing like you know he, he can't explain how that happened in that situation and that's yeah. one of the reasons why he's a true believer of the church or yeah. something like that like troy if you listen like tell me i'm wrong about that story <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to know what if some of our church acquaintances over the years would listen. Um, I might see if I can spam this on a few ex Mormon groups. See see if anyone can subscribe to Nick and there's Jeff. Still, and there's still so much other church stuff that that I could talk and, and rant about for forever. We got uh, ten minutes left, Nick. We'll, we'll try not to go over it. Yeah, she's um. Yeah. So so yeah, so you got kicked out. I I, I kind of forgot all about yeah. that i'm sorry you had to go through that nick <laughs> it sucked especially and that's it that's i think that's where our friendship was also a little bit weird because you were still going and i'd want to come over and see you but i feel like you i feel like your parents were kind of like oh nick doesn't go anymore yeah i mean i, I don't quite remember but that's totally a valid thing right mm. you, you know you can't go to that party on sunday because it's on a sunday you like you should hang out with fellow mormon friends like, I don't like I don't like all the Polynesian kids that want to beat me up, right? Mm. Like, I was a bit racist back then, but mm. it was for a reason. <laughs> it was for a reason. <laughs> well, no, I, I was a scrawny white kid, and I got beat up by the Polynesian guys. So I, I didn't like him, and the church was full of Polyn like Polynesians. Mm. You know, there's some cool ones like Kynan and Tani, who I love very much. Thank you, you guys rock. But uh, Jeffrey Leo. Um, but there's some other ones who I really... Roberto was pretty cool. Roberto, oh, he wasn't Polynesian. He was, like, Spanish. Hispanic. Yeah. I don't know. South American. Um, but, like, it's... I know, I'm being really, like, racist or whatever, but I just yeah. felt like there was a, a lot of the Mormon stories... This is my my interpretation. Like, the Nephites and the Lamanites or whatever, they oh, all... It's a bunch of whiteies, yeah. You no, know, no, no, but the Nephites and the Lamanites, they all populated the Polynesian Islands. You've seen... Is it Moana? Is that the Disney one? Yeah, yeah. They're island explorers or whatever. And there was some Mormon story about, uh, is it like the Liahona or this magic boat that was like caps, uh, covered on both sides and they all went yep. from the South Americas and populated the Polynesian islands and stuff like, and that's why so many Polynesians are Mormons or, yeah. you know, associated in some way at some time. Mm. And that's my sort of belief. But anyway, I got beat up by a lot of them. Um, and so I, I definitely didn't like church for that. <laughs> Right, I I don't know. One thing that I think still shits me is 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 a lot of the backtracking with uh, with stuff, uh, like the the things that they haven't sort of committed to. Uh, so even uh, the the you know what Nick, I I'll say this as a quote. I remember someone saying, "Yeah, uh, the reason why the Mormon Church is so true is because we still believe and still act the same way um, it was." You know. 1800 years ago 2000 years ago like our rules haven't changed while other churches have just just slightly bended the rules to make way well actually next next year uh 2023 the mormon church will be 200 years old it's not that old yeah. like wow, i'm glad you know no it's yeah. like 1823 1823 mm -hmm. was when Mor uh when joseph smith found the plates and made up some stories made up some stories <sighs> oh, man, like, we're gonna save joseph smith for another, another yeah. day 
1823, years ago. That's not that fucking long. No, it's not. Compared to when all the other Bible stories were told and written. and Well, all the old Joseph Smith stories are based on, you know, things that happened. Mm. uh, Jesus went to the Americas or whatever, like all those stories. But like the religion itself of Mormonism... Is only 200 years old. But, like, remember how they would teach, you know, like, oh, don't, make sure you don't lie or you'll go to hell. Make sure you don't steal or you go to hell. Make sure you don't murder or you go to hell. All the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And, like, I've got to obey the Ten Commandments, the Word of Wisdom, all this, uh, the Law of Chastity, the, all these things. You got to, otherwise, you know, you go to hell. You go to, and, and then the older I got and the more the world sort of got the internet and started communicating with each other and, and logic. And, and reason started to be a little bit more common sense started to be a little bit more common um they were like oh no no no, no. That, that's all been sort of misinterpreted yeah it's okay to be gay just don't act on those thoughts you won't go well, to it's, it's okay to be black yeah right it's, like, it's okay. yeah, they, yeah they, the they, black they, the black people can't have um past sacrament or take sacrament or have yeah, the priesthood they, they, the mormons didn't let uh darker skinned people join the church until like the 1960s or 70s yeah. it wasn't it was and like even then they couldn't do ago. much they would have treated like women. Oh, so bad. It was yeah, like they were racist as fuck. And uh and yeah, then like they now all the backtracking be like, oh no, 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 the the Bible's just been misinterpreted and like it was written back in olden days and so now you have to understand it through modern times and this and that. And, like, no 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 no. You're just backtracking because you know that it's not it what you're saying, it's not okay. <laughs> so do you think it's a cult nick like Absolutely. we're adults now looking looking from the outside like it is such a cult like my parent or mum, she doesn't see it Just my brother like you don't see it it is a cult man absolutely brainwashed and like say say you make two thousand dollars a fortnight can you imagine giving 200 bucks a fortnight to jesus that's a new that's <laughs> so, a nice new car yeah that's a real nice new car that's that's like what that's like a 40k loan maybe it's a lot of money and do people still pay tithing like that's oh yeah no, no, Jesus well, gives back so much more though Jeffrey he gives it back tenfold well you, Nick you probably don't even realise there's all these stories about you know uh, will the Mormon church will ask its members to donate because you know we need money to build churches and build roads and help people out or whatever right and there'll be a time where the church is so prosperous and have so much money and so much wealth that we won't need to ask that of you anymore. Don't they have right? like billions of dollars in the bank? Do the church have, I don't know the money amount of money, but it's like $200 billion, right? In just just cash or investments into shopping malls or whatever. Like, So the church is sustainable, right? By itself. It doesn't need income from its members. But, you know, if you're not prosperous now... Like if you, if this isn't prosperous, then what is? What is? Yeah. What is? When are you going to stop asking all your members to donate their hard-earned income yeah. before tax, mm. um, and give it to the church? Actually, you'll, oh, I haven't mentioned this yet, but you'll you'll be excited to meet him. The the new guy who's moved into uh, my room, uh, into renting out one of my rooms. Uh, he's an ex-Mormon as well. <gasps> he, he left so when much he was to talk about. Yeah, he's he served a mission. He left when he was like 25, I think. He's like 28, 29 now, something like that. So he's been out for about three he, he could have been the third special third guest. <laughs> he said that he was like, I told him, I was like, oh, we're going to do a Mormon show. And he's like, oh, can I feature on it? I was like, no, you can listen. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, man, it's like the indoctrination, like, uh, surely anyone that's made it this far and listened to the show would be like, 
Yep. Even Nick to be able to, be able to recite that prayer and like us to know and remember all these songs. Like you mm. pick a song, that and they've got a hundred songs to oh. choose from. They'd sing the same oh, thirty. Over I'll be like, what's your favorite hymn? Oh. Mm-hmm. Push your shoulder to the wheel. Push, push along. The Lord. <sighs> fuck what? off. Just yeah. Fuck and, off. And, and look, those 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 lyrics are all about chugging along and building the church or whatever. Like, oh. Everyone's now, in the same boat. Now, Jeffrey, uh, we've got another two minute, two and a half minutes left on this before we can end. There's still a couple things that, on your topic list we haven't talked about. I don't know if you want to keep going. You've got like uh, sex shops and adult stores. As um, I say, as a post Mormon, right? I don't, I haven't been excommunicated yet. Walking into sex shops, I was like, oh. <laughs> or uh, no, I'd be like, I shouldn't be here. But like alcohol stores, mm. I, I would feel so guilty, guilty. like I, I, sh- I, I shouldn't be here like oh mm. you know and I, I drank alcohol when i was 19 or 20 or whatever like mm. i do not i i didn't care early as a teenager or whatever but i i felt guilty I felt guilty yep. yeah i didn't feel like, and I, I, like every sip i took of alcohol i'm like oh there's another there's there's more mm. petrol for them to throw on me in hell it's just like it just yeah is there it's anything else you want to bring up bring up nick Oh, there's, there's so many things that I could talk. I could talk all day about Mormon stuff. Do let you, us know in the comments. You want if you, yeah, let us know in the comments if you want another. If you want another Mormon discussion one day, if you want to delve deeper into like the psychology I, I, of the religion and how. It I, I think I'll say up. I'll wrap this up in like twenty seconds. I felt like I had a good upbringing. Like it wasn't terrible. Oh right? yes. yeah. I, I I enjoy I enjoy the family values. Like it really pushes being a family. Yeah. Right. And that's fine. Like I feel like yep. I had a pretty okay family. Um, but it just it pushes you too far and it asks too much of you for all the people. Like yep. it's just it's too much. And that's why I wanted to leave because I couldn't stand it. And I like Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, like for me it was just yeah, I want like I couldn't be who I wanted to be. I I like the music that I like. I I like the, to talk the way I like and I like mm. to, to be who I and you know and you can't be who you want to be and you're just sort of held back forever and so when you get to finally go into adult shops and go buy alcohol and all this, I didn't care about smoking but you know yeah it's I'm been, glad it's I'm glad I don't smoke and then you know what my sister got married hasn't been married can't find a boyfriend left the church I left the church I'm gay my brother's son <laughs> you know it, it doesn't matter how hard you try on your children they're yeah. going to do what they want to do yeah oh well oh, thanks for watching listening yeah, listening? yeah. Do all that sort of hey, stuff. Hey, Nick, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. And, uh, let us know if you want to hear more Mormon stuff. Yeah, more comments. And Nick, I'll say I love you before the time's up. Bye. Oh. <laughs>